Welcome back to episode 94 of Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I'm yeah. the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can catch us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Give us a like, follow us, say what up, what up, what up. A little later in the show. Yeah. Which means the next segment. Uh, our good friend Rex Andrews. Yeah. Indie professional wrestler. Whoop, whoop. From Reality of Wrestling will be joining us for a couple segments. But DLG, yo, before we get into any of that kind oh, of stuff, whoa. I would like for you to tell our friends all about Papa John's Pizza. That's right, Papa John's Pizza. They are hiring right now in the Woodlands, Conroe, Huntsville, North Houston area. They want to hire 100 people very soon. So get on uh, pjhouston.com and go ahead and apply for a Papa John's job. They're hiring for drivers, which means when you start working... Cash in hand. Cash in your pocket. That's right. Walk out with money in your hand, little man. Put that in my hand, little man. So what you do is you go uh, as a thank you for being a Nerd Thug Radio listener. Papa John's has graciously gone ahead and said on their website, papajohns.com, you go to the coupon code, you type in Nerd Thug Radio, all one word. From the homepage. Right there on the front of it, and it kicks up a little window, and you can get a buy one, get one free that is good for delivery or carry out. That's buy one pizza at regular menu price. Get a second one free. Free! Who does like the best pizza. pizza deal? That is oh, the best pizza so good. deal. I've used it so many times. It's delicious. Also, our friend Space Cats Gaming Gaming uses it. We'll they talk do. more about them they later. Do. But it's such a great deal. It is a good deal. And this has been a great week. Yeah. How could it not be? I mean, I had a lot of good things happen this week. Did you? There was the big ice storm. Right. So I didn't have I got, to drive to work for two days. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have to go work either. Uh, we'll talk more about that on Monday show because it's Friday and the weekend's coming. Uh, uh, it's going to be warm. I bought a new car last week. You did? You did? That's wild. about it. Yeah. Um, I also have boys and girls. Uh-oh. Dad joke of the week. Ooh. Uh, all right. Okay. You guys ready? I'm you ready. Ready, for this? ready. I'm ready. For the dad joke of the week. What did the excited gardener do when springtime came? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You ready? Yeah. Wet his plants. Oh. Solid. That's pretty good one, right? That's decent. That's, that's decent. decent. That's, that's decent. That's not terrible. That's pretty legit. That's not terrible. All right. All right. That's good. That's good. So what about your week? Anything exciting happen with I'm, you? I mean, I don't have a dad joke. Well, you're not a dad. That's fair. Um, Although you have three of them. I don't like to claim them. Okay. Um, <laughs> legally, they're not mine. Woo. And that's all that matters. They're not my real dad. That's right. You're, You're right, not my I'm real not. dad. You go, you go tell your mom that. You're not my real dad. Um, <laughs> Learn about so many dads. You're not, right. my, you're not my real dad. <laughs> so, I mean, I just enjoyed the time off yeah. from the ice. Tuesday was, I, I was a nice, home. chill day. I work from home, but in my line of work, there's not a lot you can do from home. Yeah, you need the FaceTime. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, even not even FaceTime, even like phone time or right. email time. But nobody was in the office. No, nobody was. So I just kept getting like out of offices or, you know. Then today, like <laughs> They're Thursday, not there. Thursday, right. then people started calling me back. Oh, hey, thanks for checking on me. Right. So <laughs> Thanks for calling me. I huh? did a lot of catching up, though, on some uh, television. Okay. Uh, All right. Stuff. Nice. I finally watched Bright. Yeah? Yeah. I uh, I liked it. It was good. Will Smith, best rapper alive, man. He does an incredible job. He really does. It's a he good. He really does. He he. It's a good movie, and he plays a different character in this. A lot of plot holes. See, um, you said that. I don't know what. What are you, what are you referring? To? So, you so okay. So his Is little. Is this a spoiler? Yeah, nah, we're gonna spoil it because yeah, you should have seen it by now. It's yeah. on Netflix. Oh no, I was watching Stranger Things too. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> watch it. This is a movie, so yeah, you right, should have seen right, it by now. It's true. So he got his orc partner, right? right, and right. You, you understand 
kind of you you put the piece together like what happened right but like you don't know really why he was raised differently than all the other orcs like his well, upbringing you don't you don't get that story you get a glimpse of it yeah they kind of mention it a little bit not, yeah. not a whole lot and then towards the end when this whole thing and he gets shot with all the gangsters and all of a sudden there's just a weird head mask guys like prophecy what prophecy like i don't remember anything about a prophecy and all of a sudden there's a prophecy there's always hour, a prophecy. Hour and 55 minutes into the movie? Always a prophecy. And you don't think that's the worst part. And then 20 minutes later, Will Smith grabs this wand, which, I mean, okay, cool. But, like, they don't they don't even explain it. Like, oh, you can do it. You must be one of those. Like, there's well, there's some stuff that I like the premise, right? I think it's a great way to, to deal with uh, the different social levels. Right, using right. Different, I do, know, too. That's a great the way to The symbolism was, that's a great, was cool. Great symbolism. And it's cool how they're trying to run around a, a small city because that's very particular and happens in these situations they're dodging people i'm okay with that i just think some of those things at the end with with that and then with the whole one thing and then not really explain it or there was the uh dirty muddy sword jesus looking guy yeah that required so, i feel like there's a cut scene there right and so they explain a little bit in two and a half minutes who, who he's a part of right and then never mention him again yeah and it's, so he's irrelevant apparently <laughs> It, it, well, he's they not play a part in the real. sequel. They made it so right. That's why I come back they to. Sound important is they said they were doing a sequel, so hopefully it's one of those movies that ties more in because this this honestly could have been a Netflix twelve episode show. Oh yeah, no, it was it was fantastic. No it was, doubt, it was good. It was good, and I'm I'm interested. And I feel there like there are just some things that I I don't get that I I want explained more. I'm willing to bet the reason it's not a twelve episode Netflix show is because of Will Smith. You think so? I feel like he probably just too did. expensive. No, well, no. I mean, just his time is money. Like he doesn't yeah, no, do it's a, true. he doesn't do a lot of things. No, it's true. So when but he shows up for something, you know, there's some movies you know that they do where they can leave a plot hole and it doesn't bother you because the story's kind of complete almost. Right. In this situation, I really feel like those plot holes kind of led more to the story, so they have to do more. Yeah, that's I, what I'm thinking. Which I hope's gonna. They happen. kind of mention prophecy a few different times throughout the movie. Right. So I do. I get what you're saying. Like at, at least you 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 feel like at some point someone should have said this is the prophecy right. and explained it. Um, but they might just be referencing different. I I personally took it to mean that they were referencing different prophecies. Right. No. Like the I orcs would have a different one. Right. But and then so. But I don't that know. prophecy wasn't relevant at all until that point. It's right. Not like they a lot yeah. of times those happen. Like the, so with the don't Will Smith thing. It. The thing kind of wasn't why it wasn't closed is because you had the dirty Jesus-looking dude who was basically telling, who told the other guy an orc, you know, right? Hey, he's your partner's the, the big deal. Your partner's the real deal. Which, right? Okay, now I get it, but I want to explain like why is he such a big and deal? And how did they? How did Dirty Jesus? And how did? Yeah, how did he know? Can we just gonna call him Dirty Jesus? I'm, cool him dirty with that. Jesus. I'm fine with that. Uh, but he yeah, had a it was sword. And so um, I caught up. I started watching The Punisher. Yeah. Four episodes in. Okay, I only watched like the first episode. I'm hooked. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. gonna That first one. That first one started slow. Yeah. Okay. It did start slow. You're like, what is going on here? Yeah. It started off hot, right? The first thirty seconds. Yeah. And then, oh, this is gonna be good. And then it just slowed down. And then you get to the last five minutes. You're like, holy crap, he's back. And then it starts picking up, and you get invested. Okay. I guess maybe I need to sit down and start watching on. And then I binge watched this other show, the whole season. It was like eight episodes, thirty minutes long. Um, it's based off of a comic. It's called The End of the Effing World. Oh, Have you seen the no, I, I, I haven't seen the preview. I know of it. I need to watch it. So it was, as we watched like a preview of it, it was right up Ali Savage's wheelhouse of stuff she's into. Okay. And so she started watching it as I was working. And so I was peering over my shoulder and then I got emotionally invested. It's a very <laughs> crazy tripped out show. 
Okay. I'll have to give it Check a look. Check it out. It's eight episodes, 30 minutes long. Tells a complete story, basically. Nice. So Black Mirror is what ah. I've been on. Did you watch the one I told you to watch? You, I watched that one. The first <sighs> one of, of season four. How crazy was that? You know, they're talking about doing a spinoff of that into that, its own series. I would watch that every day, twice a day. So it's, Tell Nico the premise of this. Right, okay, without so, giving anything away. Right. So Black Mirror is essentially uh, Twilight Zone on Netflix, where right, every episode right. is its own little moral, its own little story. Season four starts off with essentially this guy made a video game, kind of like Disney Infinity. It's actually called Infinity. I thought that was yeah. interesting. Um, he makes this video game. A massive MMO. A massive online MMO. Space. At home, though, he keeps a private modded version of it where he bullies these five, basically, avatars of real-life people he works with. So the one he has at home that's modded, right? So this guy in the real world is very meek. Like He had the right. idea. Bruce right. Banner. His buddy. Took it and ran with it. His buddy turned into a billion-dollar company. Right. They both are there together, but he feels the other guy kind of wields the power, and he kind of feels like a chump. So he bases his own mod of this game off of his favorite, like, space... Star Trek knockoff type Star Trek, show. Right. Fair enough. And he just bullies these people. So basically like, Inside the game, he's Captain Kirk on steroids. He has taken their DNA... Because I guess the game is DNA-based. Like, you put your own DNA, and you're uploaded into this game. And then you're in the game, So kinda. he's taken their DNA secretly and uploaded them into his game. So a version of them is trapped inside his game, and, and he abuses them. And they know who they are. Right. But they're also very aware that they are avatars. And so then the whole, like, episode is them trying to, like, get out of this godlike game they're in. And they're stuck because oh, he controls so everything. Oh, I tell you God. what. Gotta, okay, we got two minutes. I thought that was Matt Damon for the first 39 <laughs> minutes of the game. The first 39 minutes of that, that that show, I was like, how do they get Matt Damon to do this? And why does he Matt look so Damon. ugly? He looks like a yeah. roughed up. He does look like a roughed up Matt so Damon. So Ali Savage was like, how did they get Matt Damon to look so ugly? Right. And so then I had a Wikipedia to come to find out it's not Matt Damon. It's, that, it's, it's not Matt Damon. It's meth Damon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this guy who legitimately He looks like a he looks like Matt Damon's uncle. He looks like a cross between Philip Seymour Hoffman and Matt Damon. Yeah, he really does. So he was on the show Breaking Bad, and because he was on the Breaking Bad show, uh, okay. he's been named Meth Damon. That's his new nickname. <laughs> That's a good nickname. That's solid. But he's also married to um somebody like really hot. Oh, he must be really funny. Yeah, you man. Real when I fun. saw it, I was like, no, Claire, no, not Claire Danes. No. I'll look it up in the break. But yeah, I was like, whoa, this guy's got some legitimacy to him. Yeah, so anyway, the, the but you need to watch Black Mirror anyway because the first season was only three episodes, so you knew this was like a weird pitch. Right. And BBC. I watched the first episode. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Even after you told me about it? You I weren't told, ready? I told him what was going to happen. I There's still, no way to prepare for it, though. I still watched it. I was like, ugh. And then we were like, you know what? Let's get past the BBC, and we started with episode or season three. Oh yeah, the specific Netflix stuff. Oh yeah. So watch the first three of that one. I just finished. I finished the oh, first season, wow. which is just three. The first one is about a prime minister who has to make a, a tough choice. The second one is about. I love the description. It's great. Yeah. So the second one, really the choice he has to make. We'll is, talk to you about no, yeah. So the second one, uh, they kind of live in this like weird tower and. Everyone's all plugged in. It's kind of weird to explain, but it's about social media, American Idol kind of thing. Right. And then the third one, you could play back memories in your head, and it's about like how if you could remember everything perfectly, how it would ruin your life. Right. Like you're not ready for perfect. Memories. You're not worthy. And and it, this I guy just gets prepared. so fixated in a relationship, and like he ruins it, man. He ruins. It's crazy. But uh, it's a fantastic show. You, you got to watch it. Yeah, it's trippy. Let's jump out to break real quick. When we come back, Rex Andrews will be in studio 
Catch us at nerdthugradio.com. Stay tuned. We're coming right back. Woo! Happy Friday, Conroe. Hey guys, Joey Savage here for our friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, located off Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. They've got everything. They've got games, toys, they've got action figures, they've got cards, they've got magic, they've got Dungeons and Dragons, Hero Clicks, my favorite. Uh, they've got everything Yu Gi Oh! Vanguard, whatever you want to do gaming wise, go see my boy B Mac at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Just mention Nerd Thug Radio, he'll even give you 10% off, a deal you cannot beat. So check that out. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Hey guys, this is Adam Smasher, and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Got a special guest with us today, reality of wrestling star Rex Andrews. Woo! That was a... Do that again. That was terrible. Rex Andrews. No, like... Put some bass uh, in. Yeah, let me say that whole thing again. Yeah, what was what, that? Start over again? Yeah. You guys are all thing. worked out, man. That's I like that whole sequence you got going It's on. like a Road Dog and Jesse James-esque, right? A little bit. Like, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just... In, um, it's like natural now. That feed-off system. Yeah, right? yeah. It's natural. Special guest, Rex Andrews. There you house. go. A little bit of bass in it. A little from, bit of bass. From Fight TV. Reality At Wrestling, Fight TV, all over. Download it right now. Do what he says, Corey. You heard him. Do what he says, or he'll break your arm, Corey. <laughs> Absolutely. Wait, wait, why are you turning on me? Already? You download, download the, the app. Download the fight app. Nico, now, get your Nico, phone out. Help me. Get your I can't help out. you. Download In the time it. it takes you to download the app, everyone listening can download the app. Exactly. So, All right. Okay. Download it on air. Okay. Right, okay. Right, right. Go okay. to your app store. You download the free app, free <laughs> content, Fight TV. Reality of Wrestling, the number two watch program on the app. Number two watch pro wrestling show on Fight TV, right behind Ring of Honor, which is also. I'm going to say this. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations on that. We've talked about this numerous times on the air, off the air. I was not 100% behind the move. I no was one, fully no one asked me. I'm not, I'm not a shareholder. No one came to me <laughs> and said, Corey, what do you think? Uh, but uh, congratulations, you guys, on, on, on the success on that. You can get to Thanks, voice your you opinions. Know, <laughs> yeah, no one asked me. I think that's you know what it takes in uh, this pro wrestling market. It's Everything's online. Yeah. Uh, Easy access is what you need. So going from a local no, TV show. it really is. You know, I was never able, I was never at home when the show was on TV. So I was never watching it local. Because yeah, it was like Saturday at midnight. Absolutely. But I could find it on YouTube. And now that the shows are going straight on to Fight TV, it makes it easy for everybody. Right there. Right. Way to go. Boom, boom. That's so fair. last Saturday, Reality Wrestling held uh, one of their big taping events. You uh, had a huge announcement to make. Um, we tried to get you in last week, but it was, it was a crazy week for you. A lot of stuff going on, yeah. So if you want to, let's just go ahead. Tell everybody, because I, I kind of talked about this last week, that you were going to be here and you were going to say your big announcement. Uh, so go ahead and spill the beans. Absolutely. So uh, with this, working with Fight TV and becoming the second most uh, watched pro wrestling show, um, Fight TV's look to expand their brand as the number one source of uh, combat sports, you know, showing MMA, boxing, pro wrestling. And they formed this partnership between Reality Wrestling and Wrestle One Japan. Uh, as the first step in this partnership, I'm going to be going to Wrestle One for the month of February, training and working and uh, doing a daily video blog on Fight TV showing you what it's like training in the dojos of Japan and wrestling in a uh, Japanese pro wrestling company. 
which is pretty awesome. I thought it was a full year, but yeah, he, <laughs> not a full year, just a month. The savage makes things up in his head. <laughs> yeah, like when he was telling me about this, he's like, "Yeah, he might never come back." Yeah. Well, like when I, I was at the event, whenever you're announcing it, like it's you know it got pretty loud. Like, there was a huge pop. Yeah. Plus, there was a really hot Asian chick in the ring. So there like, was. Yeah. I was. Sonny Ono came uh, with an entourage. Yeah, oh, okay. I couldn't. I couldn't focus. I had to like nudge little Willie because he couldn't focus either. Mm. And little so, little Willie. For being five years old, has Six. the most severe case of wandering eye I've ever seen. The second that an attractive girl walks through the door, little He's Willie is done. That's it. Like, you there's, you know, sometimes you know with kids. Sometimes you know. Yeah. It's known. It's like, <laughs> He's there. It's known. So He's before there. we He's talk more in. about this uh, big announcement, let's just recap 2017 because you had a huge 2017. Yeah, you know, I think this is kind of the culmination of that, uh, that year of hard work, and it's... Uh, you know, my, my run with the Reality Wrestling Texas Championship as the inaugural champion. Came Rexus, to an for end Texas. <laughs> Rexus, Rexus for Texas. Rexus for Texas. I do like uh, that. Don't mess with Rexus, all that good stuff. Nice. As the uh, Texas Championship run came to an end, I was looking for my next project. Like, what do you do? Do you change divisions? Do you go after another champion? Or, uh, you know, this was an opportunity to, uh, to step on the world stage and do something a little different than anybody else is doing. So uh, it's exciting cap to that great 2017. Yeah, I mean, so you... I think when you were here last time we were talking, you you were wrestling like every week for like 16 weeks in a row or something like that. Yeah, because I think that was right at well, February, March, somewhere like right in the uh, the first few months of my run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of just uh, introducing people to the Reality Wrestling brand and who Rex Andrews was. Um, over the course of the year, I traveled to uh, 11 different states and uh, defended the championship damn near every weekend. I'm sorry. You can say that. I can say damn. We'll put the Uh, little dude to work. Don't worry about it. As long as it's not the F word, I think we're okay. Okay, cool. Eh, Uh, We've said said worse. (laughs) (laughs) Collectively, we all have. That's true. So um, who are are some of the bigger names that you've you've gotten to step into the ring with this year? Oh, man. um, One of the matches I'm... um, The Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four, absolutely. Correct. Okay, all right. They they did not have a great 2017. (laughs) No, they did not. They did not. No. (laughs) Wolverine? No. No? Okay. All right. All right. Well, then you tell me who you wrestled. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one of the matches that I'm most proud of that I'm very excited to come out uh, soon is a match I had uh, at the Champions Cup Wrestling here in Houston, Texas uh, versus Matt Riddle. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, you know, I'm a very jujitsu based uh, style of pro wrestling, uh, master of the armbar. Yes. Uh, Matt Riddle, being a former UFC fighter, of course, brought a lot of that uh, realism to the game. So, uh, working him, opportunity to work uh, John Morrison, Johnny Impact. Johnny World, Johnny Mundo. Mundo. I do like the Mundo name. I think that's his best. I think Johnny Mundo is the Johnny, best Johnny, of them. Johnny Mundo. I just like the idea that he's Johnny whatever he wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's uh, Johnny Ultra at this uh, at this show in California now, oh, too. Nice. Yeah, that's a good going. one, too. He's Johnny on the spot. Yeah. yeah. See? <laughs> Johnny whatever you need. There, there was talk of him being Johnny Reality. Reality he should have. That would have been great. <laughs> that would have been cool. I said, like, my first name is Johnny. Whatever we need to do the last one. Whatever, whatever you need. Yeah. Oh, this so, is Wrestle Circus. Just, just tell me a little Circus. extra, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that last that name. That is exactly how that should work. I'll be Johnny Absolutely. Circus. Yeah. I'm gonna start paying him to be Johnny Corey. Yeah. That was a. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Just get him on the show. Yeah. That was a three way match, right? You. And yeah. Johnny uh, myself, and Q. Mysterious Q, uh, also another top talent from reality wrestling, and uh, John Morrison. So yeah, that was a uh, Christmas Chaos uh, episode 193 on Fight TV. Oh, get ready, it's coming. Oh, it's hot. It's out. It's out now. Yep. Go watch it right after this interview. Hot, hot, hot. Right hot. after. Not right hearing. After. Don't get distracted. Download the app. Done. Watch it afterwards. Watch okay. it after, and then watch the the Rex Files. The Rex too. Files. <laughs> we're starting with. Is that what you're calling it? it? That's what we're calling it. Oh my yes. god, that's, that's awesome. such a good name. <laughs> the yeah. Rex Files. The Rex Files. So 
what we started with these things are um, we're looking at what it's like training at Reality Wrestling in Houston, Texas, showing kind of um, some of the things that are fundamental to, to training here. Because, I mean, when I started to look at uh, what I wanted to bring to the table with this thing is what I wanted to see as a fan or as a, uh, a wrestler starting out what it's like to train at these uh, top-tier companies right. and see what they look for. Yeah, because you always see guys that are like, I want to be a wrestler, and then they yeah. don't have no idea what's How do I like actually do that? Unless yeah. they go to, like, a fantasy camp, or and that's not even And even that's touching. not looking at, like, you know, I'm taking nine years of experience and understanding of pro right. wrestling, and I'm trying to, to, to teach people what it's all about, what it's really like on the inside. That's I would crazy. really like, that would be, I'm in. You hooked me right there. That's, that's the hook. You're going to watch the Rex Files? I'm going to watch, watch the, Rex the Rex Files. Rex Files. Right now on Fight TV after this interview. Stop yelling. <laughs> and then um, you got to wrestle at uh, WrestleCade, right? Yeah, so uh, myself and Gino went up to uh, WrestleCade, which is a, you know, a big they, they just did it in the parking lot, though. Yeah. But outside, no one let them in. Oh, man, we kicked off the weekend. It's we a huge really? opened up with uh, That's awesome. wrestling town. It's a yeah. huge wrestling convention, huge. basically. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm familiar. Uh, I follow the Brooke Adams, and she oh. sells her clothes and there wrestling. regularly. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a market for female wrestlers. Yeah, it is. You know what? For guy wrestlers, too. Uh, yeah? A couple of friends of mine. I'm not going to. Not myself. Got a few um, offers? A couple of friends of mine have, you know, debated, like, uh, what is this really worth to me? <laughs> you know, um. There's fans, and I'm sure that they just want to be fans. Like, it'd be like, wouldn't it be cool to have a Michael Jordan jersey in your house? Yeah. You know, yeah. So some yeah. guys want some, uh, they just want ring-worn gear, and that's perfectly Yeah, cool. no, man, I see it all Nothing the time. Nothing creepy about it at all. Guys selling their their gear. Yeah, absolutely. Which is weird to me, because I'm like a pat rack. I wouldn't get rid of anything. No, you wouldn't. You I have boxes would, of old stuff. I would, like, just but, put them but all But that's the problem, the right? Like, it just becomes boxes of, like... Right, yeah. I mean, you're like, how, many, how many years in the game are you? Nine years. So... Nine years, how much of it is, like, up on a wall because you're like, this was cool? Uh, you know, I think there's, like, plans for that. Um, but nothing, nothing's made the wall yet. No, yeah, there's no uh, there's no Michael's projects in my house or anything like that. Right, so, like, nice. I, feel like I feel like that's probably most professional athletes of all kinds. Yeah, because, like, what you would think has a lot of, like, sentimental value for us is usually just another day of the job. Right. But, uh, that was kind of a cool thing, now moving on to the next thing. Right, right, and then, you know. A lot of you, like you said, you indie guys, you're, even though some of them work for promotion, a lot of them are working for themselves, so it's mm-hmm. extra income. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, you won uh, an award at Reality of Wrestling. Yeah, so uh, Reality Wrestling Wrestler of the Year. Um, nice. Right here in our in our booth. You know, we're big time. We Yeah. One of the coolest things, though, and I think this is a, a great story. I'll let you tell it. Um, you put it on Facebook after you won the award, but for people who are starting anything, not even wrestling, just anything, um, just go to the story about your your first match ever at Reality of Wrestling. Oh, yeah. So the very first taping, uh, Reality Wrestling used to be called the Pro Wrestling Alliance. Mm-hmm. And they rebranded as Reality Wrestling. We're going to do this big YouTube show. It's going to be cool. We're going to do all this stuff. When was this? About five years ago. Okay. I don't have any exact Moves okay. from out of Pasadena yep. to Texas City. Oh, good call. So, um, you know, the very first match on the very first set of tapings for Reality Wrestling is Rex Andrews versus Cedric Payne. And I did such a bad job. Not only did I get the match pulled from the show, I got an entire show canceled. Oh. So, my match, another match, main event, completely scrapped because I, uh, my match was so bad they couldn't salvage it, so that ruined time for the TV episode. It wouldn't work. So they canceled the whole episode. I didn't come back for a few months. Obviously, I had to, to rework some things. And um, it wasn't that my wrestling was bad. It's just I didn't deliver what my boss wanted of me. I didn't understand what my role was at the time. Which was what? It was to, um, so like you have certain business of a match, being that pro wrestling is entertainment. 
right? It'd be like, uh, it'd be like if you're in a play and you're playing Romeo, and you're like, I'm not gonna die today. Just, <laughs> not, not today. Not today. And then you go backstage, and the director's like, you're fired. <laughs> like, it's kinda, like essentially what happened is I just didn't deliver what uh, my boss wanted from me, Booker. Right, right. At the time, so it just uh, that was a good like learning experience for me. Like, hey, this is a business. If you're working for someone, you do the job that's required of you, and you make the most of it. And uh, this year, being validated with like the wrestler of the year was kind of that. Hey, this we've come full circle where reality wrestling is the biggest it's ever been. I went from getting pulled from the show to now being the wrestler of the year. Um, so it was good, uh, good little look back for me. That's a that's a neat story though, because you're you're very successful as far as you know, an indie wrestler. I mean, your mm-hmm. career is one that most would take in a heartbeat, right? Uh, and see that you had a match pulled. Yeah, a I think it's a show pulled. It's necessary for those failures to to reach success, right? Because, sure. You know, that's where you you make the uh, the biggest progress. We have to reassess. You know, I mean, now we at Nerd Thug Radio have never failed at anything, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, it <laughs> sounds, haven't like, tried sounds like important. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like it's important to try that once in a while. Yeah. Write that down. Someone someone screws something up sometime. <laughs> Let's I jump out it. to a break, though, real quick. We come back. We'll talk more about Rex going to Japan. Let's do it. Oof. Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! Hey, Conroe. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, and I just want you to know that if there's been a car accident, there's friends at 2920 Collision Center who pay attention to detail and are more than happy to help people who in need of service. for 24-hour roadside assistance. 832-364-5177 for roadside assistance. 2920 Collision Center. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. I personally recommend them. Hi, my name is James Vinhouse. I write the Night Owl Society for IDW, and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! You can call me the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Is this me? It was him. It was him. It was him. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. Meme than you, you than me, me than you. <laughs> right. Right. I was just yeah. putting over how good you guys had that down. No, you really right. You gave us a great compliment, and then Nico It's really just good when it's just me and him. Right. We throw somebody else in the mix like that over there. But we're joined right now with Rex Andrews still. Stockton to Malone, and then you find yeah. a third guy. Hornacek over there. Right. Yeah. Um, Jeff Hornacek. <laughs> Remember that guy, the comb over and everything. Just whoop. Uh, we're talking a little bit with Rex about his trip, month long trip. I yes, stand, I stand corrected. Month long to month-long. Japan, New Japan. Uh, Wrestle One, uh, started by the great Muta. Absolutely. You know that guy? Uh, is that the one who would do the the spit thing? Oh man. Yeah, he had the face paint on. Yeah, yeah. He would, he do was, the, he would spit he would, like the green mist. Yeah, he's like Japanese Undertaker. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. When I said the spit thing, and you went, oh, man, was I that far off? Or were you just like, oh, that poor guy, that's all he's known for now? No, uh, I understand completely. But it's like saying, um, like, Shawn Michaels, he's the guy who does, like, the kick thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. He's the guy that does, the, the, guy that does the kick thing? No. He does, yeah, he does do the kick thing. And now 90 million wrestlers do super kicks. Yes. Right. That's, man. It's a cool it, move, though. It is. But, like, it's got to. It's, it's so gotta, convenient. Right. But it's got to suck to be, like, the guy who nailed it and, like, made it. And now everyone does it like as a regular thing. Right. Yeah, but isn't, you know, I think that's just kind of like the natural progression of everything, right? Like, oh, it is. Now it's the legacy. Right, I mean, it is. First but it I mean, was the pal driver. From finisher and then the to body slam. my B button move. DDT. The super kick. Like Jake right. the Snake built a, a career off the DDT. And now Bobby Roode uses it. Right. 
But yeah, other, yeah, in Bobby yeah, Roode, he does like a real DDT, like a lifted DDT. Like, I at least appreciate glorious. that. A glorious yeah. DDT. Before we get to Japan, so we were at the, the match Saturday, and the Heavenly Bodies came out. Yeah. Some little man loves Bobby Roode. And so okay. he just sees the ropes. He's like, is that the glorious guy? Oh, is he here? He, he's, there's two of them now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. That's different guy. You should have just lied to him. He never would have known. Well, he would have told the story 12 years from now. Well, He'd have been like, I saw glorious in Houston. So, and someone's like, no, you didn't. So, so I kept, I, before we, okay, one more thing. Before we get, <laughs> I kept letting it roll. So I told, kept telling him, hey, when the match is over, we're going to hang around a little bit and we'll talk to a few people. He's like, oh, like who? I was like, well, my friend Brock's back there. So we'll talk to him. So the whole show, he thought Brock Lesnar was coming. Oh, man. <laughs> the whole show. Yeah, you just let it go? Like, yeah, yeah, let it go. The like, dude, it's not Brock Lesnar. Brock- like, <laughs> he would be wrestling if he was here. Can you imagine the sheer disappointment when Brock Baker walks out and he's expecting Brock Lesnar? Yeah, like Brock Baker doesn't need that. Yeah. The 200 pounds of not there that would have happened. Yeah. The sheer sadness from five. I mean, what's what's Brock? Five, eight? Um, eight five, nine, maybe. Yeah. And you know what he's not? Brock Lesnar. Brock Baker's he's a great guy. And we love Brock Baker. He's on yeah, our own. He's my friend Brock. Man, he just walks out and like there's disappointment. Like, what do I do deserve? Right. Yeah. He's like, wait, wait, I just wait. existed. That's all I did. You oh, know what yeah. you did? You weren't Lesnar. Yeah. So so back so back to this uh Japan talk for Japan. one month. Um while you're there, you're gonna be wrestling in some pretty historical arenas there yeah absolutely we have uh two shows lined up at korokan hall which is you know one of the most legendary pro wrestling i believe it's pronounced <laughs> no i wouldn't no? do that oh no, i don't think i think it's pronounced- download the fight out I download fight <laughs> it's out. downloaded good uh, i thought it was pronounced Hadoken. so going over there there's there's definitely a difference um in american style wrestling and japanese style wrestling i mean everywhere's different mm. what's the transition like do you have to prepare yourself a little bit before you get there or are you just kind of like i'm just going to go into it and see what happens yeah, you know, I've spent uh last nine years of my career uh, just, I've been obsessed with pro wrestling and just trying to understand as much as I can about uh, all aspects of it, you know, no matter what I'm involved in. So um, I definitely have, like, a solid grasp of, like, what the Japanese style is and, like, what they expect. Uh, that's different than an American style. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was kind of excited about the trip is that I get this crash course of what is what their fundamentals are like, what they uh, what they look for in pro wrestling. And uh, I kind of get to bring that to the fans and show them the difference between American training versus Japanese pro wrestling training. But, how yeah. much How much lead time are you going to get? Like how much? So how long before it was announced that, did you know you were going to Japan? Uh, I knew uh, about a month uh, about, about a month out. I how, knew. how much lead time would you ideally like to have had? Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could go tomorrow. I'm good. Man, um, okay. All right. Yeah, he's ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really excited. Though. I feel like it's fencing versus like a samurai. Like it's just so different. Ah, uh, it's not really because like bro, like again. So I, uh, for those people who don't know, I, I worked in India for a while. I started a pro wrestling school with Greg Kali as the head coach, and uh, I was able to to teach these guys who knew absolutely nothing about pro wrestling how to do uh, matches, how to how to wrestle, uh, who didn't speak any English, right? So some like some guys would have to get translated from English to Hindi, and then Hindi to Punjabi. Without any idea what was going oh, on. Oh man! <laughs> so, it's like, it's like, like three translators. It's not like a San Antonio Spurs practice right there. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so uh, you know, having that experience and like seeing like wrestling is a physical art form. It's uh, something that you can communicate without having to use language, and uh, you know, it, it, it'll be good. Yeah, I'm really excited for the Rex Files because the Rex Files. Plug it. Just I the Rex it. Files. I love the name One of fight. it. I, so just growing up and please, like, you're gonna do the music, right? No. Maybe that you know non. 
copyrighted. Yeah. If you play less than 30 seconds, bro. You're good. Really? All yeah. right. But like I'm growing up, notes from you guys. growing up and watching we wrestling. We steal all the time. <laughs> and wrestling documents, no, documents, documentaries. Documents. Documents. Yeah. The bulletin boards all there with the strings <laughs> and all kinds you of stuff. You hear from a bunch of like wrestlers, like where they trained in the United States, blah, blah, blah. But then all you ever hear is them either say how hard it was to train in the heart dungeon. Yeah. Or how hard it was to train in Japan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nothing else compares. So, like, it's going to be pretty sweet watching your, your Rex Files. Yeah. I, download the fight app. Well, wait. So, you're saying he's going to go over there and get his butt kicked? And you no, want to see that? Uh, turn, turn on him. No, get I'm him. good. I'm, oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to survive the, uh, the Japanese dojos. But, uh, you know, when I was a kid, like I said, I was obsessed with wrestling. And I remember when I was 11, I was uh, reading, like, wrestler autobiographies in class. Mm-hmm. Fifth grade. You know? So, this is, like, the thing for you. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, this right, has right, been a lifelong pursuit of this know. has been the dream yeah the dream. this is what happens it's when you all coming together the dream, well you make this it is what happens when your parents tell you no yeah this is what happens when you listen no one told yeah. me no and i just kept going see see <laughs> see people no one tells you no you get sent to japan so he's like it out. 15 i'm driving to texas i made it happen um but yes yeah, so, you know I, I remember reading about uh japan and uh, the j cup and uh, chris jericho's book and he talks about how like the young boy system and uh how uh you know pro wrestlers get started over there and how it's a whole different culture of uh, training and um, walk us through that briefly, because I you just said stuff I don't know. Okay, so like uh, young you, boy, what is that? If you want to start in pro wrestling, you start out as a young boy uh, in Japan, and what that means is that you're cleaning and you're cooking and you're doing all the things for the older guys. Oh, like the sumos did. Yeah, sure. And so okay. like you're kind of earning your spot, and then it's you know insane amounts of conditioning, and you're learning shoot wrestling, jiu-jitsu, things like that. You might even have to do a, a real amateur fight to. Uh, to prove that you're tough enough and like you you understand combat sports enough to be a pro wrestler, uh, then you start doing pro wrestling and like they'll limit you to having three moves. And I think one of like you get a hip toss, a drop kick, and a body slam maybe, that's and that's it. it. I would nail it. So you're I getting nail it. You're out there with like Minoru Suzuki and you're just getting your ass kicked and you're like, I hope this drop kick works. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it connects. I got two moves. And if go. it connects, yeah. I hope he falls down. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, you go through that process, then you go on excursion. Uh, which was kind of like the equivalent of what I'm doing now. Uh, of like they go to another company, uh, another country, and like they learn another style of pro wrestling, and they come back to Japan, and then now they're a full time roster wrestler. So that's like the, the that's progression. Awesome. Yeah, that's the progression for Japanese pro wrestlers as opposed to here, where you kind of just start out and then you start making towns almost like a musician. I feel like yeah, like uh, you learn the basics. Okay, cool. I can I can have a match. So I'm gonna take bookings in these random you know. Towns. Yeah, because I feel like that's uh, very much like a band. I kind of that's what I've been. In- mentally kind of connecting you guys with as as we've been talking about yeah. this and you know we're two years into this and we've been following you guys really closely and Gio and you have been traveling around the country Gino Gino Gio I've been calling him Gio all day man follows him closely yeah. I follow him closely you I know, do not know he his came name here <laughs> and he sat right here and didn't punch me all night so, so Latin friends. heartthrob he's, right. a, he's a heartthrob he's a sweet guy he's not gonna punch yeah. anybody <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing, but on my Twitter, I was following him, and he he started going by TLH. Yeah, and for like a week, I was like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> Unfollow. I don't know this. Guy. <laughs> but uh, but so I've been kind of connecting him mentally as bands. Yeah, so, like it's, it's interesting um, that way. It's like uh, I was compared to like a band trying to make it, or uh, comedians. Like you're out making towns, you're building your brand, you're building your notoriety. And then you're just waiting to hit it. Keep, keep hoping. Next time I come back, the crowd will be a little bit bigger. They'll buy a couple more shirts. Yeah. And one and usually, guy, you know, one guy in that crowd to, to recognize me. That's right. Yeah. And the reality wrestling brand has grown so much. And uh, it carries well. It does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now like that, we're on fight. When I go to these small towns, a lot of times people are telling me, I saw you on fight first. 
which is very cool. That is cool. That's very cool. Yeah. And Booker Booker T helps. I mean, being the founder of Reality yeah. Wrestling, that that it's somebody with such a large profile also himself. Yeah. That kind of helps the credibility of it. It gives you that first in, and then I think the talent uh, that between, like, Gino, myself, Blake Joe, J.J. Blake. Uh-huh. Uh, Rob uh-huh. Barnes. Not so easy, is <laughs> I it? like J.J. Yeah, but he didn't say him closely. Is amazing. <laughs> and then there's uh, Q. You know, Rob Barnes, Q, uh, Ryan Davidson. There's so many guys that are really talented. Man, I like uh, Ryan Davidson so much. He's so funny. Ryan Davidson. He's good, yeah. Um, he, does, he does great interviews. Not that, not that this isn't going well, but... You know, he started his oil interview with drinking motor oil. Yeah. Oh, nice. So we're talking about my shoes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, I think, like, with the crew that Reality Wrestling has and, like, this Japanese thing, to me, this reminds me a lot of what happened when, like, Ring of Honor uh, teamed up with Noah back in the day. Mm-hmm. When, like, two budding promotions kind of uh, come together and, like, they can produce something really cool. So, looking forward to that. That's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be... The future is bright just for Reality Wrestling. Absolutely. So, like... You've got they've got a, an event in February, mm-hmm. then an all female event that they're partnering up with February seventeenth, uh, ladies' night out. Ladies' night out. Oh, it's the ladies. All thing. ladies. And then, Ooh. like you said, when you come back, there's are... a, not announced yet, but March third is going to be a, a big event with Reality Wrestling. Oh, see, a big event. A big event. I haven't announced it yet, but a big event. We'll talk about that next time. That's, there you go. And that's outside of the normal second Saturday of the month. Yeah, which is our uh, typical Fight TV. Download the app right now. Tapings. Fight TV. Download it now. Fight TV every week F-I-T-E. Sundays, Reality Wrestling Fight TV, and you can see the so rest. every week every week Reality Wrestling's releasing new content Absolutely. through the Fight TV. Yeah, app. weekly episodic uh, shows, and we're gonna be doing uh, pay per view content further down the line. That's very yeah, because you guys very were and originally you were gonna do a live event. monthly event. Yeah, that's right? kind of been pushed back a couple times. Christmas Chaos was gonna be our first uh, live pay per view. What we decided to do instead was uh, make that the first fight exclusive content, so you can see myself versus John Morrison and Q. Uh, Gino versus Aiden Cristiano, Lucha Extrema, and uh, Cam Cole versus Abel Andrew Jackson. Exclusively. And exclusive on Fight, episode 193 of Reality Wrestling. There you have it. You Download the down. Fight app. <laughs> this is Rex Andrews. We didn't need to talk about the Domino. Yeah. We'll save that for next time. Next time Whoa. we'll talk about the Domino. Follow me on Twitter, at Rex Andrews, Instagram, Rex Andrews Grapples, and watch the Rex Files on Fight TV. And with that, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we'll talk nerdy to you. Hey, this is Corey with Nerd Thug Radio. Just letting you know that Papa John's Pizza right here in Conroe in the Woodlands and Spring is now hiring. That's right. They want to hire over 100 people over the next couple of weeks. So go in there and get your application in. They'll give you a website you go to to finish the application process. They're hiring drivers and insiders. And most importantly, if you're a Nerd Thug Radio listener and a fan, go to the website and type in Nerd Thug Radio and you get yourself a buy one, get one free coupon. Activate it right there when you type Nerd Thug Radio. That's good for delivery or carryout. Hey, friends. This is Kyle Lynn with Nerd Thug Radio. Check out NerdThugRadio.com under the blog section to read my video game blogs and check out Nerd Thug Radio on Facebook. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. It's pretty like, a, like an 70s rock. Yeah. 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 Nerd Thug Radio. Hit the ball. It's Friday. Your weekend's just about to happen. Yeah. We're ending it up. So my boy, Drex Andrews, that was just here, I had asked him, I said, hey, what, what kind of intro music do you use? I'll play on the show. He's like, well, can you play blah, blah, blah stuff? I was like, as long as it's under 30 seconds, man, we're good. He's like, okay, I come out to Ted Nugent. Like, Deal. You're Deal, in. Yeah. Done. Nailed it. <laughs> um, so don't forget, you can catch us at facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. 
Uh, NerdThugRadio.com is where the podcast you will find. It will drop today, sometime yeah. this evening. Check um, the internet. Check Be the ready. internet for Whoa. our friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. That's right. You can go on there to Space Cadets. I don't even know this term. I'm going to Facebook.com. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, they're there. That's true. Find them there on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, across from the Woodlands Mall, I-45. They are a gaming store, so any of your gaming needs you might need, such as Magic the Gathering. Hero Clicks. Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Star Wars Destiny. Flux. Munchkins. You have uh, Star Trek, the five-year discovery. Five-year <laughs> journey. Five-year journey. I always miss five that Five-year discovery. You, I've discovered years? a thing yeah. in five years. Uh, five years. Vanguard, <laughs> Hero Clicks, board games galore. Sink the Titanic. Boom. That one right there. The best there. game. Uh, Settlers of Catan. There is a... So BMAC, our buddy BMAC, just got back from Pack South. Oh, yeah. And uh, he posted on Twitter. You can follow him at Twitter. I don't remember his handle on Twitter. Just go to uh, Nerd Thug Radio's Twitter page, and you'll see what we posted. There's some cool games coming out he's bringing to the store. So you want to get down there. Also, you can mention to BMAC, Nerd Thug Radio sent you 10% off of uh, one item. Look at Joey. He, he handled that. I handled he got it. it. Like a savage. Now. Because he fumbled the handoff. Twenty nine twenty collision. I'm oh, no. Wreck. oh no! What oh, I do? What no. I do? So if you have been in an accident, like I have numerous times in my life, I don't know. Seventeen and counting. So that's not quite twenty-seven and counting. That's okay. I've eaten Chinese food in almost consecutive weeks since he's been in an accident. I'm, I'm at twenty weeks. He's at twenty-three accidents in his life. So I'm gonna catch him here in about a month. I'm gonna get him. Hopefully, um, hopefully you pass me, but that's all right. But 2920 Collision, actually, the last accident I was in, they put my car back together, and they did a fantastic job. 24-hour roadside assistance number 832-364-5177. 832-364-5177. They put my car back together. They work with all insurance companies. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. They are a PPG center certified collision repair center. That is 832-364-5177. And like I said, the best compliment I got was uh, I worked with a car guy, and he looked at my car, and he actually said, I can't even tell it's been an accident. Nope. And actually, the side they worked on, because it was a little front end on the left side, the side they worked on looks better than the right side. <laughs> I kind of want to just ding the right side just to have them even it out. Yeah, so checking them out, 3920 Collision. Uh, we put them up on Facebook. We've dropped the podcast, so you can link there to their page. Boom. They will take care of you. So this week in my journeys at work, Yeah. Uh, I went and saw Superfan uh, Taylor. Oh, yeah. How is she? Yeah, she's good. And as I was walking up, I always laugh when I see at her, her office. It says company's name, which I won't say because I don't sponsor. Okay. But then it says the Galactic Headquarters. <laughs> great stuff, right? That's good. That's right. good. So it made me think, we haven't talked about Star Wars. We haven't. The new one yet. We have not. The Star War, the bought singular. A, bought a boom on that segue. Oh, so, so well done. So um, a lot of people, it's been very divisive. Matter of fact, my favorite, and I'm not a big, I hate, you know, I don't like the internet trolls, right. but my favorite online petition has been to get the director of this movie to admit that it wasn't a good movie. I, <laughs> like, they want That's him solid. to, right. They want I, him to just Like, it's not anything say, vicious, it's just like, admit you did a bad job. Right. <laughs> say, I really enjoyed Say you're movie. sorry. I really enjoyed this movie. I, I liked it. I didn't yeah. have an wow, issue with really? it. I did. I hated it. Really? I okay. absolutely despised So, as uh, someone who hated it. As, why, as tightly as possible. Why did you hate it in two sentences? Um, okay, so, there was... Far too many plot things going on at once that were just seemed really unnecessary, like such as the side story with uh, Finn. Like I understand, like I get the journey that they're trying to go on, but like the, a lot of like the little tiny adventures that they went on, like through like the little bar, the releasing like the rabbit things. Like it was like a lot of extra like goofy bits well, that, that I don't think is that, necessary. That story in itself, why it didn't really produce anything successful, it was kind of giving you a lookout. 
on to how the rest of the universe is dealing with the situation. Right. They wanted to show a little bit more, but I do agree. I do agree with, with, okay. The two things I do agree with out of that is it is kind of a giant plot hole that fuels a necessity yet they stole a ship with fuel. Uh, and also time, like time doesn't add up in all of this. No, correctly. that doesn't. Right. That yeah. Doesn't. It takes forever for because, them to do anything. Because the one girl is supposed to be there waiting for Luke Skywalker to teach her how to be a Jedi. And that you think feels like it takes many weeks, right. maybe months, but somehow it adds up to where she shows up just in time. Right. And like, two and days, which in is like, like the, the one day they had a fuel. Right. Which is like the same thing that happens in the original trilogy. Like you think that Luke is with Yoda for a tremendous amount of time, but really it's been like two days. Tops. No, it's gotta be longer than that. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I really, I can't really it's comment. Not, but I feel you like think it's, it's you. Same thing. You think it's a long time, right? In the grand scheme of things, it really is. So then maybe Yoda's just like the greatest teacher in the world. Yoda, yeah, he's just amazing. Sonic Speed teaching. He shows yeah. up in this one, which is great. That is kind right. of a weird. That was cameo. kind of funny. Yeah. I, I, enjoyed I did that. not see that coming. I didn't either. And then he, he basically laughs at Luke Skywalker. Right. Yeah, it's really funny though. Um, all right, what else? And yeah. my my other big problem was the the rebels. Like, what what was going on, guys? Like, what was the what was the plan? What was the plan? They had all? no plan. They no, had they had no. They had plan. no plan. But like, she was like, "Nah, I got this plan. I'll, I'll figure it out." And then she didn't do anything for ten minutes as all her friends died. Uh, and then the one scene with uh, Leia and the, the weird Force, I'm plot hole. Yeah, I, I that, like literally the two scenes that like everyone was just like, "What was that scene?" And then the scene where uh, the cruiser like just hyper speeded into the whole fleet and then just killed everything it's like well if that was the option then why don't we just do that the entire movie <laughs> that was such a cool it looked awesome it so looked when incredible. that happened uh in the theater i was in the whole theater actually you could feel the breath come out of the theater right yeah it was super cool someone actually went oh yeah and you heard it right i don't yeah. think that was the original plan that was just that lady thinking no yeah like, she's suicided right, right. she's dead Right. right, so, yeah. but that, the whole thing with the Rebels, I think the big story they're trying to, to get across is more or less with Poe Dameron and trying to, because, you know, Leia's done this for a long time, right? So she's got plans, and it's not an act fast. It, it's a plan, right? And he kind of bumbles those plans because he's he doesn't he's a really very, have a... He, he's very... Shoot, he doesn't have a plan. He doesn't... But, but neither does she. We don't, plan, don't know that. because he keeps run away. Well, right, yeah, they're yeah. gonna run away. They're gonna find us. We're place. we're now going into the third movie of this trilogy at square one. Right, <laughs> right. No, no, and that's the thing is, yeah. So her plan is to run away to where we're gonna get somewhere. We're gonna hide. and We're gonna send out a signal to my quote unquote friends, and they're gonna and help, help is gonna come. Right. Oh, also, Snoke was a wasted piece of garbage. Also, what happened to the Ren Knights? They're just not existent. Uh, yeah, they weren't in this movie. They're supposed to be in the next one. Right, but, but I mean, they were, they were like alluding that, to things, and they're like, nah, it doesn't exist. There's a Snoke, lot of people. He's just dead. Well, there's a lot of people thinking that he might not even be dead. Snoke? Yeah. I don't know. He looked pretty dead to me. Yeah, but he, I mean, they he, cut him in half. Right. right. He looked like, pretty dead to me. If he was... His top half fell over. Yeah, if he was, um, you know... I mean, right. Darth, powerful Darth Maul lived through that. If he was powerful Fair enough, enough to... I'll give you that. ...project those two together like he did... But I don't... I don't know. That doesn't feel powerful to me because they're so powerful. Maybe so. It's, it's like... A, strong. Like, it's two, ma two really strong man that's just got kicked in the same room. Maybe. We'll see. Like, I don't Yeah, know. that's a fair point. That's a, so, that's a good example of that. Thank I didn't, you. So we'll, thank you. We'll see what happens. I, I Solid don't, analogy. I don't... I, I, feel like, I feel like there was a lot of wasted potential. I thought, like... As much as I enjoyed the movie, I do completely agree that the Snoke thing got way overplayed in the first right. movie to be completely underplayed well, in the second movie. There's two movie. things that I said to you when this movie was over, and I said one of them is going into this movie, the two biggest internet troll people wanted to know, who was Ray, who's, who were Ray's parents, right? and right. who was Snoke, right? Right. right? Everybody was... Who was Finn's like parents the most too, but yes. And, and, and they basically just like... They kind of scooted irrelevant. over. Irrelevant. <laughs> those aren't even that big. So 
You know, again, there's again, plot holes. I'm I'm not mad. I'm not even mad because like Star Wars has always been like the family thing. Like all the right. all the families are supposed to be so strong. Right. So like I'm not entirely against like someone just being strong in the Force. That's right. not related at all. That doesn't like that's not unheard of. Like there's been people who are just born and they're strong with the Force. Anakin was literally Force Jesus. Right. right. <laughs> I think it's gonna be one of those things that once this next movie comes out and it quote unquote closes this trilogy. Depending wow. on what happens, like they have to either... make so much ground, they're literally right. at square one. Right, like, I don't understand. So, how no, I think it. how this, I think, I think how the third one ends is just. Do stuff... they just lose? I just no. love they just all lose. No, I think lose. stuff is blowing up in the background, and and Ray and Finn kiss, and the rebellion's like, we can do it, and that's how the whole thing ends. And they start a whole new trilogy. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying like uh, they're not any farther ahead. Depending right. on what happens in the third movie, nice progression, either, guys. You'll look Solid. back at this movie and be like, okay, now that makes sense, or what the heck were they thinking? Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Also, I'm a little concerned that Han Solo is supposed to come out in a couple of months. Yeah. Somewhere between March and May is what I keep hearing. Mm-hmm. And no previews. They just nothing. released uh, some stuff. Like images, though, but no trailers. Yeah. Over. Um, think about think about when the first trailer for Last Jedi came out. A year ago. Yeah. Ages I don't know. Ago. We'll see. We'll see well, if yeah, this, strat- this strategy works. I think this is the one that people are most worried about. I think it's going to be garbage. Well, they I reshot a lot of it with Ron Howard. Well, yeah, because Ron Howard got brought on pretty... It's just this is it's, where's Lando? It's a messy where's time. Where's Gambino Lando? It's a messy time for it to come out because we talked about this I think last week. Or the week yeah, there's before. a lot going on. There's Deadpool two, there's Avengers, there's Black Panther, and then there's a Star Wars movie. Are we saying they made a mistake? Yes. Well, think about it. Avengers is theirs, Black Panther is theirs, and right. You're saying Disney, Disney, and Star Wars is there, and they're putting them all out in like a two month slot. Like I think it's literally from two, February to May. It's, you're talking about, but I think it's three literally months, four a two months. week. I mean, we talked about this. There's Avengers comes out one weekend. The next weekend is Deadpool two now, and like the next weekend is Star Wars, right? Oh right, yeah, yeah. They own, they own yeah. So it's Fox like, why would you put your Star Wars movie that close to holy, the Avengers holy movie, which is probably going to be the biggest thing of the year? I don't because know because they want to make double the money. They're like, we'll see. I'm ready for this cash, boy. We didn't even get into your DC stuff. No, and honestly, I mean, yeah, I guess we'll have to come back to it on Monday. Yeah, because, tune in Monday. I got, I got some good stuff. Because as we kick the weekend to you, we'll bring the weekend back uh, come Monday. Uh, so, uh, anything else to wrap up real quick? Star Wars? Anything uh, else you have to say? Star Wars, I hated it. I loved it. I, it was garbage. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I, I feel like... You liked it. You texted it was me good. Like, it was good. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. I, I think the plot holes are big enough to, to warrant criticism, but it's a movie, and therefore it's I It's the can middle... It, well, also, it's the middle movie of a trilogy, right? So, you but, have to see what happens in the third one. But that's it not fair. Sense. Like, Empire Strikes Back was so good... Which one? The second one? Yeah, yeah. I that was the my best least, Star Wars movie. That was Star, the, yeah, that was my least favorite one. Wow, of the original three. The Empire Strikes Back was uh-huh. like the franchise maker. That's what makes Star Wars. That was my right. least favorite. Really? Of the three. Yeah. Wow. Least favorite of the original three. But was the that, only one I have a T-shirt of. What was that? <laughs> I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Don't forget, you can catch us at NerdThugRadio.com. The podcast will drop this evening, and as always, Corey DLG. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. Stranglehold. <laughs> Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 
or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production, produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at Dick at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747. 